Hello, everyone, and welcome to Naked Without Shame. Clearly, uh, I am not as pretty as the people that are normally on this show for you. Uh, my name is Nick Delatore, and I'm the president of Awakened Catholic. First of all, I wanted to thank Kelly Reed and Kerrigan Gardner, who have been with us for Naked Without Shame and have done an incredible job hosting this show. Uh, but uh, they are moving on. Kelly Reed is recently retired and a new grandmother, and she is just traveling the country, uh, helping out her new grandkids. Uh, so we, we needed to uh, establish a new context, a new, a new set of hosts for Naked Without Shame. And I couldn't be more excited to introduce you to our new hosts. Um, they are Megan Burwell and Morgan Holliger. Today, we are going to be interviewing the one and only Megan Burwell coming up right after this. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. Open your hearts, open up your hearts to Christ. The in life is the joy that comes from God and is found in Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Jesus Christ. He is the hope of the world. Man, so many exciting things coming here at Naked Without Shame, and uh, all of it is made possible by people like you. If you are interested in being a part of what makes Awaken Catholic in general, but in particular Naked Without Shame possible, consider joining the Awaken Nation. The Awaken Nation is uh, a community of people who support Awaken Catholic through their prayers and by spreading the word, but then also by a monthly recurring donation to Awaken Catholic. And you can do it for as cheaply as the price of a cup of coffee a week. Uh, and Awaken Nation also gets uh, exclusive access to really cool Awaken Catholic content that nobody else gets. Um, and they get early copies of print publications that we're developing and all kinds of stuff. So check out Awaken Nation by visiting awakencatholic.org slash donate and help us do this whole thing. Additionally, we have a new app that you should absolutely check out if you haven't. Download it to your iPhone or Android device by visiting theawakenapp.io or just search for it in the App Store or Google Play Store. Um, this app is such a cool thing. It's it's got uh, it's it's a social media alternative, but it also has it's a hub for all of the awakened Catholic content and so much more. There's a it, the whole the app is. I love it. Uh, and I'm, it's not that I'm biased because it's ours. Uh, anyways, check out theawakenapp.io uh, for more on the app. And finally, this episode is made possible by our beautiful sponsors. Um, not that I've met them in person, but you know, we, we've had, you know, zoom calls and stuff, but the organization itself is beautiful. Uh, they're amazing. And they have partnered with us here at Awaken Catholic to bring content like this, like naked without shame to you. So a uh, huge thank you to our sponsors. Let's uh, roll the thing. Have you ever dreamed of visiting Paris in the fall? Seeing the beautiful Eiffel Tower lit up by a sunset, visiting and venerating holy locations of the sister saints of France in the Sioux, Paris, Lourdes, and more. This fall 2021, join select international tours with Claire Swinarski and Catherine Whitaker, along with a host of other powerful Catholic women on a once-in-a-lifetime Seine River Cruise pilgrimage in France. Join our friends at Select International Tours and Cruises. With over 34 years of experience, they are the perfect company to help you experience pilgrimage. To learn more, visit selectinternationaltours.com slash awaken. Bon voyage! 
That's right, everyone. All right, finally, without further ado, I want to introduce to you the Megan Burwell. Megan, welcome. Thank you so much for being here with me. I couldn't be more excited that you are joining the Awakened Catholic family and hosting Naked Without Shame along with Morgan Holliger. How are you feeling? I am feeling great today. I'm feeling super excited to uh, be joining the team of hosts and uh, yeah, it's gonna be a great a great journey with everybody who watches. I so. totally agree. God is doing some yeah. crazy stuff. You step in to a new a new podcast, you know, video and audio podcast, and you mm -hmm. know, this crazy guy from Northwest Ohio is like, "Hey, you you want to host uh, the most cutting edge and amazing theology of the body podcast that exists?" And this is a spe special surprise announcement: the Paris pilgrimage that you just saw advertised. Select International Tours last week was like, do you guys want that to be an awakened Catholic pilgrimage? And a specifically Naked Without Shame pilgrimage? And I was like, hmm, let me think about it. Uh, yes. And so now, not only did you just step into this new role as a show host for Naked Without Shame, but you're going to Paris along with all of the awakened Catholic peoples that want to go on this Paris pilgrimage with awakened Catholics. So if you are out there watching or listening and you're like, a Paris pilgrimage with awakened Catholic, yes, please. You're going to be going with Megan Burwell and Morgan Holliger on this awakened Catholic, uh, naked without shame, women's pilgrimage. How do you feel Absolutely. about that, Megan? Absolutely. <laughs> I, uh, you know, God works in mysterious ways, and I would have never thought that this would uh, would happen. Uh, if you would have asked me last week, oh, what are you going to be doing in October? Uh, you're going to be going to Europe uh, with your friends and with friends that you'll make on a cruise, uh, yeah, I wouldn't have believed you. So uh, <laughs> God works in beautiful, mysterious ways. And uh, yeah, it's going to be a fun trip. I'm excited to meet people and uh, and see Paris and France. So yeah, yeah absolutely. What a cool thing. And, um, you know, uh, let's let's get into uh, the Naked Without Shame show. And let's let's talk a little bit about you and, and why you are such an awesome fit for what we're doing here. Um, I, I met you a long time ago. Uh, I think that either I was just getting out of college and you were still in it or, or maybe we were both out of it and just kind of connected by similar people. But it was around that time frame. And uh, there was like this huge... There, there was a thing at Bowling Green State University with uh, the St. Thomas More University Parish, which we seem to talk about this parish a lot here at Awaken Catholic. But um, there was there was something about the the culture of us young people at that time that there was just this uh, passion, this zeal for the theology of the body. For me personally, it's why I became Catholic again. Um, and so I would love to hear about for you, like just just kind of take us from the beginning of of where you were. In, in your faith journey or whatever, you know, leading up to the point that you encountered the theology of the body, how did that look? Sure. Yeah. So I, I guess my journey began really with my baptism as an infant and, oh, snap. um, <laughs> uh, and, uh, yeah, so, so that, that really, um, you know, beginning my relationship with Christ as a baptized Christian, um, I can see now looking back on my life, I was really just being being led uh, to a relationship with Christ. And there were there were different milestones along the way, right, of, of illuminations. And when I had encountered theology body in college, that was that was a really big one. Mm -hmm. uh, but but before that, you know, I, I grew up in a very Catholic rural 
area. Um, went to Catholic elementary school, first grade through eighth, received the sacraments, um, went to mass during the week, went to Eucharistic adoration. So, so looking back, I'm really grateful for, for those moments and for, um, yeah, just, just being exposed to a Catholic culture when I was younger. It wasn't until probably high school that I made an active, um, participation in my relationship with Christ, um, mm. realizing that there's a, there's a give and take and there's a, it is a relationship with him. Um, I was invited to join youth groups, uh, and events from a cousin of mine who was a little bit older and, and I looked up to her and I, I saw her doing all these fun things with her Catholic friends. And I was like, well, I'm going to come. And, uh, from there, I, I just saw the witness of really, uh, beautiful people, my age who were excited to know Christ. Um, so that was kind of my, my high school experience. And then at the end of high school, I was graduating and I was at a, a Catholic graduation banquet and, uh, there was a table with a bunch of materials about how to stay Catholic in college for all of us who were graduating. My mom saw a flyer for the college I would go to. And she's like, why don't you get involved in this, this student organization? This looks really neat. So it's like, I think it will. Yeah, I, I want to continue to be in, in community with other Catholic people. And, and so I went and it was, it was through that student organization then that I would learn the theology of the body. That is awesome. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, gosh. And that's the student organization I was talking about, right? At the time that would have been, uh, that was before it was Veritas. It was, um, it was Creed on campus. Creed on campus. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. So many memories. Um, so many memories. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what do you think it was uh, about that that stood out to you when you encountered some of those ideas, some of those teachings for the first time on Theology mm -hmm. of the Body? I would describe it as that when I, when I heard the words mm -hmm. of the Theology of the Body, it was, it was like someone had, had put words to my human experience um, and my desires. Mm -hmm. So it was almost like I was, I was challenged to think more deeply about who I am and how I am really, mm -hmm. um, as a person, as an, as an embodied person and, and what love and desire has to do with that. And once again, like already kind of being on the, in this relationship with God, it was just kind of further solidified that God is, God is very involved in me. And actually he, he communicates to me in and through my, my creation. Mm. It, there's, there's a, there's an order. There's a, there's a structure to being and, and yeah, the words really truly were, were the words of Christ because the theology body is, is scriptural. It's just been an amazing journey. But at that moment, I think it, it was just amazing to be illuminated to my own experience thus far in life. So, yeah, I love the way you put that. That was, I, I absolutely resonate with um, the way that you described that. I'm curious what, like, cause the way that you told the story, at least the way that I heard it, you didn't really have any major falls from grace, any major falls mm -hmm. from faith. Um, was that, was that kind of like, were you preserved as the Virgin Mary in, in your faith over the years? And, and you just never really like struggled to believe. And I mean, is that kind of the way that I, I heard that, that I hear that incorrectly? Well, I, I guess I would, I would say I was always connected to the sacraments mm. and, and the sacraments in the Catholic church are so powerful. Um, we can really have, uh, confidence in, in those. And I mean, I, I always just knew I was Catholic and, and a lot of my family is, is Catholic and, and that's just the way, way it was. And until I was invited by 
by God into um, mm. kind of freely choosing him uh, in, in a way, like making my faith my own. So, so yeah, I mean, I, I've been very blessed to, to, to just, yeah, have been Catholic my whole life. And, and that's my story. So that's awesome. I, I, yeah. Man, definitely not the way it went for me, but that is awesome. <laughs> I mean, it's like we, every, every story is beautiful. And, uh, even when we don't realize, you know, that we're in relationship with Christ, we are, you yeah. know, and, and he's just poking and prodding and, and inviting. So it looks different for everybody. A hundred percent. Yeah. And I, you know, there are times that I'm like, man, that I have to make all those stupid decisions that I have to, but then, and, and like, Lord, why didn't you protect me from being so much of an idiot? Um, but, but then at other times I'm like, and this is my more, you know, this is my better judgment. I'm like, gosh, I'm able to understand people that are struggling on a totally different level because mm -hmm. like I've been there. Um, Absolutely. So it, it has its place. And I mm -hmm. ultimately like I know the way that it's, you know, made an impact on the way that I do ministry and stuff. Um, so I'm curious, yeah. like when you heard or when you started to learn about theology of the body, um, what, how did that impact? Because so, like you said, so much of it has to do with understanding who you are and understanding yourself. How did that impact um, your spirituality uh, when, when you kind of came into that deepened understanding of yourself as a person? Well, I, I would say that, yeah, my, my spirituality then became one of, I would say just a, an appreciation for, for the, for a life of prayer um, and, and what these things do for us and what they, what they mean for being in relationship. So I was, I was just really hungry for, for the sacraments, for mass, for, for prayer, for Eucharistic adoration. And I, and I recognize too, that like in my being a, a spiritual being, I am also embodied, mm -hmm. right? So I'm, I'm also um, able to encounter God in my human experiences, in, in my person. Um, and that he also just communicates through reality. He communicates through what happens to me. I can trust that if something has happened in my life, that's providential. Mm. God is there. God is, God is working and, and he wants to communicate something through me. So that's what I would say is, yeah, probably the, the biggest uh, fruit, maybe like benefit of the theology body and how it's affected my spirituality and, and how I exist, really how I interact with the world. It's, it's mm. not like I necessarily, while, while going to the sacraments and, and praying, I, I love them and, and they're like kind of the, the pinnacle of our faith. Right. But I can also see, uh, even beyond that, when I leave the church, that God is still communicating to me and that's really beautiful. Yeah. So. Interesting. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. that it's like, um, in understanding where you, uh, understanding yourself better allows you to understand the interconnected, like what the relationship then is in a, in a deeper, in a deeper way. Like yes. it reminds me it, the way it makes me think of it is like, it's the difference between understanding our relationship with God as being one of like ants and a person, you know, like, um, mm -hmm. but, but rather like even Jesus himself in the gospel calls us to be with a small g gods like he wants us to be uh heightened to the dignity of something divine because i mean what do we get in the sacraments we have an encounter with the divine and and we receive the divine like god is 
you know, we are what we eat. Like he wants us to be on this heightened uh, plane of Mm -hmm. existence that we are called to. And so not Mm -hmm. only does that help you to love yourself more and to understand like maybe God does care about me because I'm not just an ant, um, but, but it also helps you to see everyone around you in a completely new way. You know, it makes me think of like when Christopher West, uh, when he d- talks about this kind of concept, he he highlights the beauty of, you know, in, in Eastern practices when people will like bow to each other out of reverence mm-hmm. for the yeah. beauty and the dignity of what that person is yeah. um, and how deeply ingrained that idea is in, in the cultures there. But I also think about Thomas Merton, who uh, in I forget which of his books, he he talks about standing on the in the middle of a, a busy street corner and he just looks uh, he looks around him and he's like, if only these people could see that they're shining like the sun. He says something mm-hmm. to that effect. And I just think, gosh, if we could love ourselves more, if we understood ourselves more deeply uh, in the context of theology of the body and the church's teachings. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But like if we could love others more, too. Um, yes. it, I mean, th- there's so much depth to, to the way that it can impact your own personal life, but also your relationships, the moment that you start to see other people that way. Um, and then ultimately, like even your, our understanding of God is so different through that lens, because we mm-hmm. aren't just like these little ants that he made. We are his sons and daughters, which has like major ramifications. Like that has a huge implication in terms of what we are worth, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. so loving God as our father in, in more than just a way that like, oh, I'm, you know, Jesus said to call God the father. So we're going to call him father. But like, no, 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 he's truly mm-hmm. our father. And, and it has huge yeah. implications. Do you have any thoughts about that? It absolutely does. Yes. Um, one thought that came to my mind as you were talking, Nick, is yeah the 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 communication once again of of how of, of who we are um, and and to to be called to to see others in love and and for John Paul II the the language of gift and givenness is really big for him mm-hmm. uh, the, to see that the whole created world is is gift is gift from God and. And uh, we know that because God uh, is a creator and we are his creation. And so there's something of God that we can see then in the world. We can see that, oh, uh, God is love and I'm meant to give myself. Uh, and other people are meant to, to, to give themselves to me in ways. Uh, and, and the more you ruminate on that, mm-hmm. the more you think about like, wow, I can see God in anything and I can see God in a person. Mm-hmm. Like that is just so, it's such a powerful and beautiful way to walk around life, yeah. you know, to, to seeing how God, how close he is in, in, in another person as, as gift. So, yeah. And, yeah. and gosh, mm-hmm. like, obviously when we think about making ourselves a gift to someone, like it's easy to kind of default to the uh, marital context of that. Um, but yeah, gosh, yeah. that could be so true in so many different ways though. Like holding a door for someone and not mm-hmm. just like making it like an awkward, like, uh, uh, I'm doing this cause it's awkward not to, or whatever, like, but yeah. like looking at them as, as a person with dignity and smiling at them, like, you don't know what they're, go- what's going on in their life. Like you could be a mm-hmm. gift to someone in that moment through, through tr- like authentic compassion, uh, and, and joy, you know, you could be a light Absolutely. to that person in that moment that you're holding a door. Um, and, and it all kind of comes, it, it stems from <laughs> these ideas of, of the heightened yeah. dignity we all have. Absolutely. Freaking beautiful, Megan. 
freaking beautiful. <laughs> I know it is so beautiful. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we, we uncover what, who we are based on how we are received. Like you were saying, these little acts of kindness of love actually teach us something about who we are. Mm. Cause we can think about those times when we're, maybe we're not loved. And, and then we start to think, well, maybe I'm not worthy or I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not gifts. I'm not, I'm not worthy of a gift worthy to be received, but the, the language of love um, that we live tells us the meaning of ourselves that we're made for something beautiful in love. So I love that. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Before we get any further, I just want to remind our viewers yeah. and listeners that uh, Select International Tours has sponsored this episode and many others here on Awakened Catholic. Uh, and so um, if we, we are actually naked without shame. Megan Burwell and Morgan Holliger are going to lead our Awakened Catholic, the people from Awakened Catholic that want to go on this river cruise pilgrimage in Paris, France. Are you kidding me? Um, if you want to learn more about that, visit selectinternationaltours.com slash awaken. Uh, but also, here's a little, uh, here's a little clip. You. Yeah, you. You know you've always wanted to go to Paris. Well, now's your chance. If you go with Select International Tours, the sponsor of today's Awakened Catholic Show episode, you can join Claire Swinarski from the Catholic Feminist Podcast, as well as author and speaker Catherine Whitaker, along with a host of other powerful Catholic women on a once-in-a-lifetime Seine River Cruise pilgrimage in France. Visit and venerate the Sister Saints of France in Lisieux, Paris, Lourdes, and more. Sacre bleu! Learn more by visiting selectinternationaltours.com slash awaken. Beautiful. All right. So, uh, Megan, where are we, where, where are we at here? I think I would love to know, um, now Now we've kind of established some of the, the concepts of theology of the body and some of the mm-hmm. overviews. Like, what are you excited about, especially in the context of hosting, one of, being one of the hosts of uh, Naked Without Shame? What are you excited to, to communicate to people? That's a great question. I guess I, I first want to communicate um, just my my passion for the for the message. I hope that uh, you know just just to be able to speak in joy about something that I've been that I've been given, um, really without even earning it. You know, I I just was in a place where I I was able to go to a, a talk on theology of the body, and it changed me. And and uh, I, I just want to, yeah, be able to, to share that with another, to, to see if maybe someone who's watching or, or listening, uh, could, could benefit as much as, as myself in my life. Um, because it truly does change the way you see things as we've been talking about, mm-hmm. you know, I am, I'm just really excited to be able to talk to my friend Morgan. Uh, I've known Morgan for a long time and, uh, it's just gonna be really fun to, to share with you all what we what we know and what we've learned based on our studies of theology of the body, um, but but yeah, to to really just learn learn beautiful things about our existence, about uh, God and and the world as we were saying, but also about relationships um, and about male and female complementarity, about um, what it means to 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 make a vow mm-hmm. and and all these beautiful other beautiful things that. Are in the the theology of the body text. So, yeah. Could you could you talk about uh, that's that's fantastic. I, I'm personally excited about the same things uh, for this show. <laughs> um, could you share with us a little bit about the last couple of years you've been studying at the Saint John Paul II Institute? How has that been? I mean, that's that's yeah. got to be wild. 
Oh, it's it's been such a, a gift. It has exceeded my expectations. I guess maybe if, if I can, I, I'd like to share a little um, story kind of before I came to the John Paul II Institute in Washington, D.C. that led up to led up to that. So shortly after college, a friend and I were talking and we thought, oh, well, let's let's just uh, start studying theology of the body together. So we decided to meet every Tuesday and uh, we, we put in kind of a DVD series and we, we started started watching. And then eventually I kind of felt that we should invite other people into it. And so we did. And, and over time, just people in, in my little community, uh, my age started coming to, to study together. Uh, and over the span of, of months and years, it turned into kind of like a, a theology of the body community of young people who, who really were thirsting for this positive message. And, and that's when Morgan and I kind of took over as, uh, as leading this, or at least hosting, uh, at the time we just, we were passionate about it and we just kind of hosted people into, into my home and, uh, and got to, to talk about theology of the body with people. And it was such a beautiful community. And so at that point I, I thought, well, I, I just want to, I want more of this. Mm -hmm. So, and I had, I had just had a desire in my heart to, uh, open up an opportunity to share theology of the body even more. And that's when I, I took a leap of faith and started studying at the Institute, the John Paul wow. II Institute. Yeah, man. Yeah. And, and what would you say? Cause I, I mean, it's, it's, I, if I could go back, I would love to go there. Um, what would you say is your favorite thing about the, the uh, John Paul II Institute? Mm, yeah. So like I said, it just, it just exceeded my expectations. I mean, I, I thought I was going to go and talk about theology of the body all the time, mm -hmm. but in fact, it was, there were just so many other beautiful classes that, um, mm. that, that helped me form my vision of man, my fit, my vision of the world. Some of those classes included like, uh, a, a class on like stewardship and like how, how man is called to, to have dominion over the earth and subdue it and how, uh, work is, is dignifying for man. And that's a part of understanding man and his identity. Um, and John Paul II was, was a big advocate of, of understanding how human work is, is important for our, for our understanding and our way of, of imaging God. Um, there was another class that I took that, was called being as gift. And that's, that's when I learned a lot more about, um, once again, like kind of how the, the world communicates God, which is so beautiful. It was, it was a, an incredibly illuminating course as, as once again, as, as things being gift and given over, uh, to us for our good. And yeah. And then the, the, another course, uh, was like a, a science theology and ethics course. And that's when I started to see how, there's other other ways of, of envisioning the human person uh, that didn't have God as a part of a part of that knowledge mm -hmm. and and you know with modernity we we can also often take take out how we are made in God's image and only see ourselves as mere matter and mm -hmm. it doesn't matter where we're going it doesn't matter uh, yeah well, you know it, if God is is a part of humanity but. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so so studying some some more modern thinkers and being curious about like, okay, well, why do why do they think this way? Mm -hmm. um, 
that really was interesting too, um, which yeah. eventually led me to 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 specialize in biotechnology and ethics. Wow. Um, yeah, so it was really That's so a wild journey. I mean, I, yeah, like I said, it was just, it's so beautiful. I can't say enough good things about the John Paul II Institute. Yeah, so. and a couple of the things you mentioned there, we actually, um, it ties in beautifully with the work that we're doing here at Awaken and specifically some of the themes. Like just yesterday, uh, the episode of the men's show that came out is about work and worship. Um, uh, and I definitely recommend to the audience to check out that episode of the men's show. Um, and also, you know, your idea of, be, you know, making, becoming a gift and, uh, being a gift, um, the, the show physically spiritual hosted by Andrew Reinhardt, he talks at length about those ideas. And I hi highly recommend our viewers and listeners to check that out as well. Anyways, man, is there anything else you would like to say? Uh, I, I feel like this is going to be such an incredible journey and I'm so excited for your yes and that you and Morgan are going to be a part of this. Um, any, any kind of closing thoughts, Megan? I, I hope that with this, you know, our, our discussion today, I've been able to share how, uh, how beautiful my journey has been with theology about it, but also so simple and, and really that it can happen to anybody. Mm. Um, and, and so I just, if, if it just sparks your interest at all, like yeah. what is this theology, the body thing to watch the show, to, to share it with someone, um, because yeah, we're, we're all looking for answers to who am I in, in my being, um, Amen. and, and where am I going? So, and, and that's, that's to God, hopefully. So, yeah. yeah. Amen. So, I, I mm -hmm. hope the same. And, uh, just knowing the impact it's had on my life where, I mean, in, in almost a literal sense, it has saved my life and my soul uh, mm -hmm. to, to learn these ideas. Uh, so I just couldn't be more excited um, for this, to continue to be a part of the Awakened Catholic family of shows and productions. And thank you, Megan, for, for joining us uh, here at Awakened Catholic. And next, uh, in, in our next episode, we will similarly get to know Morgan Hollinger, uh, Holliger, and uh, super excited about that. And then after that, we will actually have Megan and Morgan here in studio at Awaken Catholic. So crazy. Um, <laughs> I know. They don't even live nearby. That's why it's crazy. Uh, so they're, they're going to be tr doing some traveling for this. Um, anyways, uh, thank you, Megan, for joining me today uh, on, on your show. <laughs> uh, and uh, thank you for putting up with me as a pseudo host for today. Um, and thank you, viewers and listeners, for joining us in this as well. If you have any questions about theology of the body or, um, you know, any questions for Megan about her faith journey or whatever, uh, just hit, hit us up on social media and we'll direct any questions to Megan that you might have. Uh, or you could send uh, an email to us, uh, info at awakencatholic.org. Um, or, you know, I mean, it's the age of connectedness. You, you'll, you trip and you're going to run into us. It's going to be fine. Um, all right. God bless you, everybody, and uh, stay safe. This show and all media on Awaken Catholic is made possible by the Awaken Nation and the Hollow app. The Awaken Nation is a community of people like you who support all things Awaken for as cheap as a cup of coffee a week and get access to exclusive content. Learn more by visiting awakencatholic.org slash donate.